listening to the B2B Revenue Executive Experience, a podcast dedicated to helping executives train their sales and marketing teams to optimize growth. Whether you're looking for techniques and strategies or tools and resources, you've come to the right place. Let's accelerate your growth in three, two, one. Welcome, everyone, to the B2B Revenue Executive Experience. I'm your host, Chad Sanderson. Today, we're going to be focusing on authenticity and appreciation in prospecting and how that can supercharge your results, uh, make it easier for you to be effective in prospecting and be less painful for the people you're prospecting to. (laughs) To help us with that, we have Gerard Compte, CEO and growth hacking lover from findthatlead.com. Gerard, thank you so much for taking time and welcome to the show. Thank you, Chad. It sounds amazing coming from your word, Gerard. That accent is perfect. Thank you. <laughs> well, so before we jump into the topic at hand, I always like to ask kind of, an, and you've listened to some episodes, obviously, I always like to ask a kind of off-the-wall question. So what was it, if you look back in your career, uh, was there a pivotal moment or some type of learning that changed the trajectory of your career and what you decided to focus on, what you became passionate about? And if you could share that with our audience uh, and tell us what that impact was we would love that thank you a few years ago my i was crazy about linkedin my father told me please my son do not waste any energy with such a stupid way of doing business (laughs) i love it man i mean i love my father but sometimes we want to do the opposite and obviously we did it very well this time (laughs) usually it doesn't work but this time and i'm very happy after like five years my father is telling me, well, now it's a business, isn't it? Ah, now it's real. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So help us understand how you started, uh, you know, find that lead and what was the, what was the genesis for the, for the company? Mm. A few years back, I read the amazing book, Four Hours Work Week, and I thought I was going to be a millionaire and I was going to travel around the world. And I started, <laughs> and I started my first company called Gulliver, and it was just a complete disaster. I forgot to read, to do the two years before of Tim Ferriss was doing, and it was really when period drop after like a year. Yes, I had customers, but it was a learning curve saying I didn't want to do services, and I didn't want people involved in it. <clears throat> and that's why I took a little part of the business that we had, that we used to do B2B databases and call calling and all that for customers. And I said, I just want email verification. And we met with my partner, Christian Vitalis, who is, I say, is my brother-in-law. I'm my brother <laughs> in business. Sorry. I say it's my brother in business. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic when you have like, a, it's like a partner of, company to go to the same way without him it would have been impossible to go the stage we are today and then we just develop an algorithm that basically confirms emails and that's it we just have something very simple to solve a problem that's very simple and we do very well so confirm email so walk us through how it works a little bit um chat i don't know if you have ever gone to google and type in the possible email of someone that you want to contact. <clears throat> in this case, if you go to Google and type in juror at findatlead.com, Google sometimes comes back to you and gave you some possible answer or probably gave you the real email. I don't know if you have tried this. Oh, sure. Shall. Sure. I, I do it usually when I'm looking for somebody's LinkedIn profile. 
good. There are millions of people like you have tried. <laughs> and I remember when we started, people come to me, it's like, who, are, who, who needs emails? It's like, yeah, a few people. If we think about it, it's, it's a bit more than 400 million on LinkedIn today. And they bring such millions of emails a day. If we have primary connected, this is great. If you are uh, HP CEO, it's great because you can connect with anyone. But if you are a shitty startup in southern Spain, it's difficult to connect with big guys in the U.S. And that's, <laughs> a, <laughs> this is a, that's, that's the main reason why I created, we created Find That Lead. We, we knew a few things of if we check the who is, is where the domain is registered. If we check the, the patterns with other domains, it was a few little tricks that we used to do it manually. <clears throat> I remember the first few emails we got was from Indian guys that we had, we ordered through Upwork. But it then the algorithm is self-learning and it's improving day by day. We do a few millions of checks uh, every week and now we are on 80,000 users using the tool on a daily basis, which it sounds good to me. That's a, that's a nice growth curve. Mm, it's, been, <laughs> it's been a few years now and it's been very hard. We had very tough moments. Chat. Barcelona is famous for sangria and siesta, not for making amazing software. <laughs> <laughs> this is true, man. And it's really, really difficult to build. I wouldn't just say a business, but a SaaS business for lead generation in Spain. We are, I don't want to say we are be behind on that, but, but yes, we are behind on the lead generation process in Spain. Things go works very much based on relationships and cold email. It's not as efficient as in, as in the U.S. Okay. And, and there's still, I mean, there's a bunch of uh, people that would say that they're still skeptical of email's effectiveness today, right? Because mm -hmm. uh, everybody gets hundreds of them. But at, just for the audience's sake, it was a cold email from Gerard that resulted in <laughs> him uh, becoming a guest on this show. And it was Thanks. very well yes. done. It was very authentic. And we kind of talked about that. in the beginning, it's, it's about mm. authenticity and appreciation. So mm. kind of help our audience understand your views on that and what makes it it's so effective when you are Thanks. authentic. Yes. Thanks, Chad. I really, one of the things, I try both ways. I try being cold and I try and be with love. I, but things when you do it with <clears throat> all that power, when you put, <clears throat> so when you put focus on one thing and you do it full, just give it all. Let's not just nearly do it. Let's give it all. And what I want to say, communication has gone from very long emails with PDF to very short emails, WhatsApp style or, or messenger style. And what I want to, we cannot explain what we do, who we are. That's, that's, you can check LinkedIn. When I would recommend you, when you do an email, go straight to the point. Do not like bullshit people and and this is about how, we, at least from my point of view, how communication is going from B2B, lead generation is straight to the point. If they like it, go. Not aggressive, always full of love and being natural. And that's why I say promoting these send emails with love. And that's it. That's how I would talk to my, to my girls. And it's like, love, are you okay today? You're having a great day? It's like, yeah, I love you. Bye-bye. See you later. We call in the night. <laughs> this is, <clears throat> and this is, I think, it's how we've been growing. It's not scalable because you cannot send millions of emails like this. Yeah, you can use a few tools to send like 50 or 100, but you need to handpick the people who you want to speak with. And I think that 
that gives so much value to your communications. And sending like a message that's true, a message that someone, usually what I do is like, if I listen to a podcast that I like, I send an email, if I read a book that I love, I send an email, if I go to a restaurant, even if it's not for business related, it's giving me good friends, it's giving me good the business move different when you put love. I don't know if you've seen the film Interstellar. Yes, I love that movie. I I love it too. I watched it a few times, and <clears throat> and one of the things that crosses through time and everything is love. And I know we miss we miss that part of business. And I, <clears throat> sometimes I, you seen the leaflet of the heart and love uh, find a fleet. We cannot miss love. This is I know it sounds a bit like off the chart when you talk about startups, but and it's not it's giving that little love on our all our emails, it makes a difference, big difference. Well and there's a it's so it's interesting. There's a bunch there I wanna I wanna jump into, but that people today, sales reps, at least from the experience I've had with clients, um, they fall into <clears throat> companies fall into a couple of categories. You have your fast growing uh, startups and they maybe when they started it was this close knit group of people and now all of a sudden they're growing, they're you know, their monthly recurring revenue is increasing, and the sales VP or the CEO says, Okay, I want more, I want more, I want more. And so now they try and scale it. And in doing that, they end up compromising, I think, at times, unbeknownst to them, not on purpose, but they end up compromising some of that authenticity of the people that that were helping them be successful in the first place. Because at the end of the day, people buy from people. That's that's mm, what people 100%. buy from. Right. Mm. And if you're not able to be authentic. If you're not able to be positive and full of love, as you say, and approach someone in a genuine manner, uh, people realize that. People people sense that, and and it shuts them down. It shuts them down uh, right away. And so I'm kind of curious if you've gotten uh, any feedback or results from you know that campaign and the things that you're trying that you could share with us. Thank you. I love this question or this comment because it's something. It's impossible to, let's say multiply Gerard. I can do a few calls, I can do speak to people, and every time more, every time I do, a, let's say, a sales call, I'll be at least an hour. If not, I'm not going to take the call. This is not scalable, I would say, for the growth of the company today, and that's I, a few recommendations I'll give if you're in the state of growth, and if you cannot multiply your best sales guy or your CEO who speak to customers. Number one, I would definitely do a podcast. I would it's difficult. It takes time. It, it takes, does take time. <laughs> it just takes time. I mean, I haven't done my own. Um, but I do what I have, Chad, is a Facebook group. I am not a techie guy. See, I mean, I, I am a, I'm from the SaaS, I, but the techie guy is Christian, the CTO <laughs> and co-founder. I'm terrible. I'm a sales guy. I mean, sales guys... <laughs> We are great in relations, we're shit in technology, at least myself. <laughs> and what I want to say, what I did is Facebook. I was good on Facebook, and I created a Facebook group, uh, Growth Hacking and Apple Marketing, and it was super easy for me to post. And I said, let's post a video day. Uh, then it's, it's like giving value in a way of, instead of interviewing or call calling different people, I just send them to the group. My Facebook is very open. And I think Facebook, okay, let's, the second hack of the day is um, LinkedIn, it's amazing. And yes, please keep sending invitations, keep talking on LinkedIn. 
but do not forget to send and grow your Facebook profile like if it was your LinkedIn. My LinkedIn, my best friends and my best customers. I know who the mother is and I know when they go sailing. And this is not just on a bot boot system type of thing and with many chats. I think like I'm just sending on a genuine relationship building with your friends. Let's not forget people will buy 10 times more if you are on Facebook than if you are on LinkedIn. How many, and if you want to ask, Chad, how many uh, people is approaching you through Facebook to buy something on a B2B basis? Yeah, well, I mean, from my standpoint, I, I get more, it's funny, I've had more what I would consider authentic and genuine conversations exactly. as a result of some of the Facebook groups that I'm in than I yeah. have on LinkedIn because LinkedIn still has that... Uh, there's that I don't know. There's that uh, expected type of interaction. Like there's this mm. this veil of professionalism, which I think yeah. gets in the way of a lot of people sometimes. I think it's uh, what I say. Please do not stop on LinkedIn. But let's if you really like some. I, I think not everyone you want to have on your Facebook. But if you like some like a guy that you had a call, it's like oh I like and. You straight add them on Facebook and make sure your your Facebook profile looks at, at least professional. But show them at least on my side that Facebook is my life as an entrepreneur in Barcelona and with my beautiful girlfriend. How we spend our free time, not showing off, but enjoying our life to the fully. Good. Everyone, it's nice. And the group is about growth hacking and upper marketing for B2B startup for lead generation, whoever wants to sell through a digital area. Okay. And whoever is in these two ranges, it's nice. And when I send, Facebook has really changed my life. And I don't say it's anymore. It's not a social network. It's a channel of communication. And at least today, <clears throat> for me, for example, and let me, let me give you a few examples on that. Let's say Eric Sue, I was following them. I was following him, and I, I also approached him like I had. And he has an amazing podcast. Okay. I sent him loads of emails. <laughs> he never, wait, wait. He never answered the emails. And I'm just, I do sell emails, but I'm, I'm not saying it's the best way always. I remember getting him on um, through Messenger. It's like, hi, Eric. How are you doing? It's like, hi. It's like, fuck. I said, isn't that bot? It's like, no, it's me. It's like, yeah, that's your VA. No, it's me. Like, prove it. <laughs> yes, it's me. It's like, okay, Eric, do you know Find That Lead? It's like, yes, of course I know Find That Lead. It's like, what? Really? Did you see the emails I sent you? It's like, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we end up meeting each other in Austin when I went a few weeks ago. <clears throat> and we end up doing a session together for the AppSumo conference. Wow, man, it was thanks thanks to Facebook and a few other things. And I do send a thousand emails for outbound marketing every day. I do send one email of, um, one email a day of full of love. And I do send emails through Facebook, messaging, join the groups. And we really, I would say that's my kind of my hobby. And the outcome, it's amazing. We are surprised of what's been growing. And it's not just been growing. The interaction is, is real. And, and it's just, you cannot fake that. And what we want <clears throat> as a sales guy, and probably, hopefully you agree with me, is we don't want to be ripped off by that sales guy. We want to, I want to be secure. I want to know that at least my time and money is safe with you. If you give you one, you give me 10 of the value I want to get. And Facebook is so transparent with that. 
Well, I mean, the trust part of sales is becoming even more and more critical as the technology has a tendency, I think, sometimes to get in the way, right? You know, I spend a lot of time with clients saying, look, the technology should speed human connection. It should speed and enable human connection, not be something that you hide behind. And so you'll see a lot of people, a lot of sales reps like, I don't want to, I don't want to send an email or I don't want to pick up the phone or I don't want to do this. Well, you need to, number one, but don't hide behind it, right? The goal is to have that authentic connection, right? To give someone else the experience of meeting someone new, building credibility, developing that trust so that when they have to make decisions that will impact their careers and lives, they feel safe making that with you as a salesperson, as a collaborator, as a friend. I mean, some of the best friends I have were people Mm. that I've sold very large enterprise deals to. I mean, I still talk to them every day. I was just at uh, the house of a friend for the weekend that was a guy I sold to five years ago. Uh, and it, and it was just, it's because, you know, now I will say I have been told at times by certain size organizations that perhaps my level of candor and authenticity is not as polished as it should be, but that's because I call bullshit when I see bullshit. <laughs> We're real people. And that's what we want. We want to have business with real people. I want to sleep well every night. Yes, without is, a doubt. Without a doubt. I would not take, if I know something, fantasy is not for everyone. And I say, I'm sorry, guy, this is not for you. Use someone else or go and check the group or go and do that. And our job, at least as a sales guy, and if you want to agree as well, is like, okay, it's not just I'm offering you Findalit. Obviously, I want everyone to find Findalit in the world. At least try it. But the, <laughs> it's not it's not for everyone. My father is not going to be able to use Findalit, even if even if he needs emails, he called me and said, Gerard, can you give me the email of this guy?" But it's not for everyone. And what I want to say is, okay, have a core business that it's 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 yours for your customers, but have a little communication ways of like, let's say paper, if you can, uh, Facebook groups and channels and try to have everyone giving you the values of the companies. It's not just one channel. I do not like presential uh, calls for me. It's very annoying in a way, uh, face-to-face meetings. I'm not so good as uh, Skype meetings, as strange as it sounds. And I try to avoid them a lot. I know sometimes I could close Bigger deals. And we're in that case, is, is what are we doing better? How we escalate different type of business? And this is the tense. I don't know if, Chad, if you have this problem on uh, face-to-face, Skype, through phone, email. Yeah, I'm a, so I have a business partner who excels at the networking events and the face-to-face. I'll sit down and talk to somebody face-to-face if they've got a problem that I think I can help with. Like if yeah. there's a reason for us to sit down face-to-face, but I am the introvert in this. It may be hard to believe having listened to the podcast, but I'm the introvert in this mm. business relationship. And my business partner is the one that will go, you know, press the flesh and say hello and go to the networking events. I can't, I, I can't handle it. I just can't handle it. I'm just like, I, it's just not me. And I've learned that the hard way over my career. And mm. so, you know, let's get on Skype. Let's jump on the phone. I'm, I'm your guy. But face-to-face, there needs to be a mm. reason for it. It's funny because I'm also, I mean, you just have to be a bit technology tech guy to run the podcast and do all that. <laughs> Man, I wouldn't do it. I mean, I think 
at least from my point of view from sales guy, we lack consistency. We lack, I would say, technology thing. This is in the big picture, yeah, obviously. Um, but uh, at least in Spain, to see a consistent technology sales guy. Yeah. It, well, and salespeople, I mean, we all have a tendency, and I spend a lot of time with clients. That consistency point is a good one, right? I, I don't remember exactly what the percentage is, but I think somebody told me once that it takes 70% of the fuel in an airplane to get it off the ground. And then once it's cruising altitude, a lot less, right? Well, prospecting is the same thing for, for sales. Like that's your, that's, it's going to take, it's a grind. It's relentless. It can be ruthless. But I think if people listen to what you're saying and do it in an authentic, engaging, honest manner, then it's not so much of a grind. Right there, now there may be some who feel a little bit more exposed to the normal uh, rejection of prospecting as a result of being so authentic. First, have you run into that before? Yeah, um, it's funny. I was just actually thinking while you were talking here is um, when probably it happened the same um, when you run first time I ran the Facebook group. Uh, had zero people on, on the group, and I was posting, and I had no likes. <laughs> <laughs> And I was giving to, I say to myself, this is just a hobby. I do it because I like it, not for the Roy or anything else. Uh, it's been growing now. And if I look back, it's like, it's nice. But in the beginning, you had, number one, frustrations. Yep. I have, I don't think anyone spent as many as uh, spelling mistakes as I do. My, <laughs> my grammar is terrible. I am... I am terrible at describing things while I write. I am bad. And seriously, you read it, it's like, oh, this guy has a few problems in writing. But you know what kept me going? It's like I want to improve. I want really to be good. I'm not going to take a course on writing. I'm not going to take – I'm just going to be so ashamed of what I wrote that next time it's going to be much better. <laughs> <laughs> That's yes. awesome. I'm not, afraid. I'm not afraid to admit that I am not good at this right now, but I'm going to keep practicing until I get better. I think people would. I think a lot more people would be successful if they embrace that. I it would, for me. Sometimes I used to think, oh, I'm going to write. I'm going to be. I'm going to go. And this is what happened most of the times. I say, I'm going to go for a blog writing course. I'm going to be the a very good blogger, but I have to do the course first. Or let me get to the mob course about blogging. And yes, they are great to get knowledge. But don't wait to get the knowledge to start. And I think this is this is so important. Just get on, get yourself together, and and just do it. And sometimes it's lack. Sometimes it's because you have to do it. And it's just been so amazing. The path. Let me tell you a little bit how it is now. The group we are on a, we are thirteen people, and I do write the post. I'm still writing, but I have now it's 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 coming more money, and we have a content guy. And <laughs> it was a day that I remember posting. It's like, please, Jer, do not post any longer. <laughs> Send it to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not joking. I, I mean, that story is not like a it's not a U.S. film story. It doesn't mean, <laughs> no happy ending. <laughs> it is. It, is a bit, it ends a bit different. It is very happy because the results is happening. I haven't. I didn't do. I don't do. A, I didn't do a blogging amazing course for Facebook. I just someone like my content approach me like Jared. I love what. I mean, I love what you do. I think it's shit how you write it. And it <laughs> 
and it seems like I found the perfect match. He, I post everything on. Obviously, it's mine. It's my, but then um, Fede helps me to make sure it's understandable and it has. He has been. He's got lots of years of experience, and I have what I want to explain. And what I want to do, just get on, and later you find someone, some people who will join the forces, and you go like. The group is growing so much more, and the interaction with the people is so much real. And we're spending zero on Facebook ads, Google ads. We don't do any ads any, anywhere. We basically go for uh, word by mouth and recommendations. And the business is, is growing and in a very organic, steady way without any injection of cash for customers. We do have more leads than we can handle. That's but a great. Just, that is a great place to be. <laughs> More least than you can handle. Is, it is. It is. But um, then whoever doesn't have like okay. If you have more than one, you can handle your funnel. It's not well-structured, George. It's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I am I am in a process of learning, continuous learning. And I think it's like, let's say, I would say, I would say my uh, finally, it is an MVP. And we will always be improving in a way of, I am very active. I'm more than passive. Like, I learned to, and just a few minutes before, we started the I did my first webinar live today with a new guy. Ah, congrats. It was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> a disaster. And, and the group is for, yeah, the group, we had 15 people they're watching my disasters like wow man if this is a disaster and i have 15 people just from the number of time i connect it's very little people but for me it's okay it's better than zero <laughs> okay wait if i do it better and i do consistent and i will transcribe the first podcast and i was saying to the group guys this is the first time i do facebook live i'm sorry i haven't done it before but it just just went on and said shall we do it We've been saying with my friend to do this for two years. We haven't done it. I was like, fuck better. Let's do it now. And we went live now. He talked the one hack that really had improved him. Me as well. We share a few, a few points together. And that's it. 15 minutes. It's done. Let's meet next week. And like everything, do it now. Do it badly. Do it again next week. And that's it. You'll have it an amazing result. If we wait to do something better, Today, we'll never see results, and this very dismotivating, you will never do it because it's not motivating. Right. If you do something, you, I mean, that's an example of today. We did the Facebook live webinar, it was a disaster. We had 15 people. Wow, that's not bad. Disaster, 15 people. Good, you give some value. Next week, we're going to do it. I'm going to post it before. Paris coming for more growth hacking, and I'm very sure I'm going to have like at least 30, 40 people. Well, if um, you could double every time, that would be amazing, right? Yes, I will double. Of course. Um, <laughs> it's like we triple. Uh, we are very small still on Finally, but we triple what, you, what we were earning last year. It's like, wow. And I was... <laughs> possible to think the amount of uh, revenue and the amount of user we're having today is like it's really it's uh, I'm very thankful on a daily morning basis <laughs> <My mom laughs> used to be very thankful and it's something beautiful that and at the same time and taking the line is emails can be used for spam as as it sounds and that's why it's like guys do whatever you want with the emails <clears throat> I'm telling you what works get the emails 
and send love emails. Like send as little as possible. Do it manually. I don't care. But it's it really makes a difference when you approach something, being active on that activeness of. I send an emails, chat sometimes. I my emails has uh, mistakes, orthographic mistakes because I haven't read them. But at least I have sent them. Yes, right. it sounds yep. bad. It's terrible, but it's better done wrong than never done. Excellent. Well, Gerard, really, if if a listener's interested in talking more about these topics we touched on today, what's the best way to get in, in touch with you? Send you an email. <laughs> yes, and you can find my my email at findatlit.com. <laughs> perfect, yeah. perfect. Would, I'm happy um, if you want to write the email down somewhere. It's gerardcomte at findatlit.com. It's Gerard, G-E-R-A-R-D, dot comte, C-O-M-P-T-E at findatlit.com. And we'll answer anything. And if you want to... I would I love to get an email with love from, from one of our listeners telling if they had the experience of sending an email of love B2B and what the results they got. There you go, guys. So there it is. There's the email address. Now send Gerard an email of love. Let him know what you got out of this, how much you appreciated his time. Gerard, I can't thank you enough for being on the show. It has been an absolute pleasure. It's the same chat. Thank you very much. All right, everyone, that does it for this episode. Please check us out at b2brevexec.com. Share the episode with friends, family, coworkers. If you like what you hear, do us a favor, leave us a review on iTunes. And until next time, we at Value Prime Solutions wish you all nothing but the greatest success. You've been listening to the B2B Revenue Executive Experience. To ensure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show on iTunes or your favorite podcast player. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.